Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, everyone. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, the fellow with massive hair that's getting cut on Friday. So, don't worry about that. A lot of you tweeting in and texting going, oh, where are you getting your hair? Don't worry. Happening this week. And a good podcast coming your way. And it begins with the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show or the ABSB or the ABSB. No, no one's called that. pointless. And it begins with Big Sam or Breadhead, as a former player once called him, on David Sullivan, not literally talking about him, dealing with transfers at West Ham United. David uh, Sullivan's uh, own thoughts on recruitment are David's own thoughts on recruitment. Uh, you have an input, but he always has the final say. So Moisey will ask or, or recommend, or and, and David will all have his, his own targets, and uh, uh, whether they bring somebody in or not, I don't know. And I think if it's going to happen, after looking at the situation, it would probably be somebody that, that shows the defensive side up of the team at the moment, not the yeah. attacking side. There you go. That was uh, big. Well, I've told you it was, and you've heard it. So it's pointless. I don't know why people do it. Yeah, you heard him. Uh, yeah, I know you've heard that. I've just been listening. Anyway, well, let's move on. Uh, now, of course, there was a big game. The FA. Well, it wasn't a big game. I've just lied to you. I've just, I've just made that common error where you don't even look at what's in front of you and you go, "Oh, there was a big game." Wasn't really a big game. It was an FA Cup game. It was Bournemouth against Arsenal. No one really cares. Let's be honest. Bournemouth fans don't really care about it for obvious reasons. Arsenal fans, they're happy because, of course, they're through at the next round. But Mikel Arteta didn't feel a strong side. I mean, the FA Cup's just dying. No one really cares. Oh, we had it, did we? Oh, love the FA Cup. And here's your reaction to a fantastic game of football on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar from 10pm. Love that competition. Arsenal still their place in round five of the FA Cup for the eighth time in nine years. The competition has saved their season before in the not-too-distant past, and it might just save them again. Bournemouth, well, they're only really interested in saving themselves from relegation. It's finished. Bournemouth 1, Arsenal 2. Bournemouth are... They look like a championship side tonight. Yeah. They look very weak. They looked a little ponderous. They didn't engage the ball quick enough in the first half. I thought Arsenal were allowed to stroke it around with the energy they've got. Bournemouth were, were very slow to react. Second half, Bournemouth had to change something. They played a little higher up the pitch. They started to, to, to get on top in the game. Arsenal didn't have to go and win the game. The game was already won. Arsenal didn't have to change a great deal because they were coping pretty well. And generally, other than a few balls out wide, there was one or two areas where you felt that Arsenal looked a little... 
vulnerable in certain but areas. They, but they are, they are better now, Arsenal. You yeah, mentioned under Arteta. Yeah. Let me ask you this. There's 10 points between Arsenal in 10th place yeah. and your mob Chelsea in 4th place, mm. right? Um, I was looking on social media. I was talking to Pat, a producer, an Arsenal fan. I just wonder where Arsenal fans think Arsenal now could be if results had been slightly different under Arteta. The reason I say that is when you played them, not the one just gone, but you played them first time, Jorginho was on a yellow, could have received a second yellow. He could have he could have got sent off. I think they were 1-0 up. Mm-hmm. And and then Jorginho scored the equaliser and then you went on to win 2-1. So that could have been different, right? They beat my mob. Palace scored a lucky goal and that was 1-1. Ubamiang got sent off in that game. Had he not... No, 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 no hold on, hear me out. Had he not got, had he not got sent off, he would have played in... Mate, if buts against, are I know maybe. against yeah, Chelsea. Not, hold on, hold on, hold on. They drew, they drew against Sheffield United. They should have won that. They were 1-0 up. And they managed to, managed to get a point against... Your mob, they were 10 man, of course, and you could argue Tammy Abraham was off. So, the reason I'm saying all of this, because I wonder if Arsenal fans would be thinking, you know what? I know it's if, buts, and maybes, but it's a very fine line at the moment. No, it's and, not. No, no, no. no. There's not Hold a fine on. line. And those fine lines there's weren't not. there, weren't there under the last no, manager. No, there's not, there's not a fine line, because all of those arguments you give, I can give you another 10 as to, look, and Gullicante slips. If Alan Gullicante doesn't slip, Martinez doesn't go through, and they're only close. So I don't. I hate that this could have happened, that could have. Yeah, of course it could have done. But there's didn't. a lot there that I've mentioned. Yeah, like, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's a lot, lot you could mention about. Look, no, I know, but no, but got sent off. Right? I know, but you stick your foot across someone's shin, you're going to get sent yeah, off. Yeah, but had so, he not, so they stupid. would have won that game, yeah. and and he would have been playing yeah, but, for the Champions. No, no, I'm no, just no, saying it's a fine. I'm saying what I'm saying is I think Arsenal fans would take a lot of positives from no, they, how they've been playing, how they've been playing, and where they could be. No, no, but where they could be in the league now. I think Arsenal fans would think they can get top four. They sacked their manager because they weren't doing well enough. Right? There's a reason why they sacked him. Look, they're doing all right. There's a definitely a, a different Arsenal under Arteta. I can see improvements in them. The game that they they should have beat us at their place. Okay, they should have done mm. because for the, but they didn't. And the reason they didn't is because they're still vulnerable. There you go. Reaction. See, I'm back referencing again. That's what we call it in the biz. A back reference or a BR. No, again, no one's ever said. Can you do a BR for me? Because I go, what are you talking about? British Rail. I don't know what that means. Anyway, it's pointless. No, I'll say that was reaction to the Bournemouth Arsenal. And of course, you can have your reaction on the Sports Bar tonight from 10pm on the back of a massive semi in the League Cup. Of course, it's uh, Villa against Leicester. Nicely poised at 1-1. A game you can hear live on TalkSport. And then tomorrow night on TalkSport, Man City against Manchester United. Another massive semi you can hear live on TalkSport. And of course, react to it, phone in on my show from 10. Anyway, more about that later. On to cricket now. And England won the series on TalkSport 2 earlier on today. Hurrah! Yeah, good news indeed. And as if that wasn't enough, all of the one-dayers and the T20s are live and exclusive to TalkSport 2. Oh, cricket news gets better and better. Yeah, don't overplay your part. Here's Darren Goff, Gareth Batty and Sean. What's that say? Pollock! I was only asking. Talking about the win. Got, yeah, I've got ball and bat and glove, the spikers, it's there. So, um, Joel Stambay will get you to reverse your decision. Get you on screen. You're on screen now. Joel Wilson taps his shoulders, raises his finger, and England have won the series. Yeah, I'm so proud of this England team. They've been excellent the way they came back from Supersport Park to go 1-0 down in the series when most of their squad... They've gone down with illness, not one complaint from this England team under the leadership of Joru and the coaching of Chris Silverwood. It's a big series for this England team. We've seen a release, a relationship develop between Silverwood and Root. They've found a way they want to play 
and they have got the players who have delivered it for them. 1-0 down, going on to win this series, 3-1. Some excellent cricket, getting 400-plus on the scoreboard and taking 20 wickets. This is the English cricket I want to see. A fantastic performance. What a day for England. Fortunately, my words will not, uh, will not describe well enough how England have, have performed. Um, they got on with uh, things in Pretoria, in, in Pretoria, the first game, when they had illness and all sorts of injuries kicking around. No complaints whatsoever. They got on with their work and they set about making a platform for the last three games of the series that they've absolutely walked. They've been magnificent. They've been the dominant force for three, great, three games solid. Not happened for years here in South Africa. And a huge amount of credit. I know Goffey's already said it, but a huge amount of credit goes to Chris Silverwood. The new coach had a difficult time in New Zealand, but England are organised. They're planned. They know how they want to play their cricket. The batting unit looks organised, looks brilliant, looks like it's going to score big runs. Back to scoring those big, big first innings runs. And the bowling unit this game, on a pretty flat wicket, have been absolutely faultless to a man. Faultless. They've been absolutely brilliant. Lines and lengths, never taking a backward step and doing the hard yards in, uh, in difficult conditions. Once they got to the shores of Cape Town, it's been England who've dominated them. Their skills have been extremely good. They've outfought being better than the South Africans on display and fully deserving of a 3-1 victory in this Test Series. And a reminder, of course, whenever there's cricket on, you can download the Andy Goldstein following on podcast. It's not actually called Andy Goldstein, but legally have to be named after me if they want me to plug it. So just stick in the search engine following on podcast if both of you need your cricket fix. Right, on now to the mid-morning show with, of course, Natalie and Jim. And Danny Murphy was alongside him. Incidentally, Danny Murphy will be alongside me today at 4pm when I present Drive. Oh, you're not doing this box, Bart? No, no, no. Doing Drive today from 4 with Danny Murphy. Oh, that'd be good. Well, that's your opinion. Very kind of you. Anyway, Danny Murphy agrees that Jurgen Klopp should rest players for the FA Cup replay, but still should be there in the dugout. So there's a winter break that the Premier League have insisted happens to try and protect the players. So I'm completely with Jurgen Klopp in terms of protecting his players when they're, they're pushing for the league. First time in 30 years, got the Champions League still. Protect your players. I understand that. No problem. You know, you've got a big squad, you've got good youngsters. Rotate your players. I think he should be there. I don't think there's um, any reason for him not to be at the game. Wherever he's flying to, whatever holiday he's got, with or without the players, whether they're going away together, whether he's giving the lads time off, he's the manager. He's not running around the pitch every three days. He's just walking about the training pitch and in the dugout. This ain't me having a pop at him. I'm just thinking that what I would do. There you go. That was Danny Weaver. I don't know why I'm back representing so much in this podcast. Anyway. When are you going to mention me? All right, Saggers. Now we're going to do it now. This is Mark Saggers with his fixture congestion rant. I don't rant that often. It's eh. likely to be at least... 20, 30 players who reach the semi-finals who would be playing in the Premier League for one country or another who makes it there. None of them are going to want to be playing in six days' time, are they? Probably. It's a mess. It's a total mess, but it's a continual total mess because there's the Premier League and the FA and the Football League and nobody gets together to sort it all out with one calendar. There's only one calendar. There's only 12 months in every year. There's only one football season every year. You know when your fixtures are. Get it sorted properly. It's like VAR, half-baked. It's like the Premier League and the winter break, 
half-baked. It's like the FA Cup having switched it now to the fifth round of replays and suddenly people are talking about no replays ever again. Gary Lineker today saying, I want to start the FA Cup earlier at the beginning of the season. What do they think? What does he think they're doing in the pre-qualifying games? We do start the FA Cup at the beginning of the season. It's not all about the elite. It's about much more than that. And that are the smaller clubs, the fans, and those that want to dream of Wembley, some of whom know they're never going to get near it, others who might just touch glory for once. But not if our football's got anything to do with it at the moment, because VAR will get in the way somewhere, or the winter break, or Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool. There you go, Mark Saggers, with an unusual rant. You don't often hear that. You do, there's another one coming up later. Is there? Oh, yeah, you're right, there is. Anyway, before that, of course, it's the Carabao Cup semi-final. I mentioned that earlier on. It's a massive semi between Villa and Leicester. Beautifully poised at 1-1. It's live on TalkSport tonight. That's it from both managers, starting with Dean Smudger-Smith and Brendan... Well, Brendan Rodgers. I think anybody who was in the crowd against Everton early in the season when we got our first Premier League win back in the league um, can tell you how how much help that can be to the players. Um, you know, just getting that extra yard out of them, that extra couple of inches leap that you need, and you know, it can certainly can certainly drive you on. I've been at games before where you know the old times have been sucking the ball towards it, and uh, you know, hopefully they can do that again tomorrow night. But. The players are really ready for the game. You know that last-minute winner against Watford has give everybody, you know, a big lift and a feel-good factor. But we're also aware of the quality that Leicester possess, and um, you know we've played them twice already. You know, and got good results uh, away from home in the first leg, and it's turned it into a, you know one game. It's, I think that it's very, very well balanced. You know, it's it's one-one. There's no away goal, so it's very much in the balance. Um, so for us, we're we're happy with where, where it's at. We knew, even if we took a lead in, it was always going to be a, a difficult game. Um, so for us, we're, we're very focused and ready and prepared and we'll just now relax and, and, and get concentrated on the game and, and be ready for kickoff. Now, of course, it's just over 24 hours since the world lost one of its greatest ever sportsmen in Kobe Bryant. And on Drive, they paid tribute to the great man with Adrian Durham and Darren Bent. Not only just on the basketball court, but what he did around the world with. I mean, you've seen Neymar's tribute to him last night when he scored the goal, and you see Fidesz even popping up at football teams and their training camps, and how much he loved football. And as a sports icon, even people that, if you're not even necessarily into basketball, you know who he is because of what he did for sport in general. You can never have an argument when you talk about some of the greatest players to ever play basketball and not have Kobe Bryant in the discussion, whether it be a scorer. I mean, obviously LeBron now has just passed him as third all-time uh, point scorer, but every time we talk about the top five or you know, I mean, however you want to pull it, Kobe is all always in a discussion and so he should be because as I said there were times where they really needed him and that's where for me Kobe has the edge over someone like LeBron as I said I'm right for LeBron he is my favourite player but where he I say he trumps LeBron is that the mental toughness there's been times where LeBron maybe has crumbled a little bit under pressure and not quite got it done whereas Kobe you knew that if the game was close and it was going into that fourth quarter there were shots that he'd, he, they'd always give him the ball because they know he would make the right shot and as I said this is the mentality of, of such a great uh, sporting icon You're listening to Talk Sport Daily. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Time now to check in with H&J, of course. Uh, broadcasting legends have been on radio well since time began. In fact, this is a clip coming up now where Andy Jacobs remembers one of his favourite moments in his broadcasting history where he was there live to see the Declaration of Independence. Or something like that, anyway. This is H&J. Don't ask me to leave it out. Here we go then, five questions based on last week's show. Can Andy get the elusive five out of five? Let's try it. Alexis Sale joined us on Friday. Oh, yeah. Um, loves his football. Um, more or less told us he is a, he is a red as he was born mm. very close to Anfield. But I'd taken up another sport in recent years off the back of, a, of an illness. Can you remember what it was? It was a kind of Tai Chi... Um, take one do sort of like oh, hybrid that's a name it was Kung Fu and Kung Tai Fu, Chi yeah. it was a martial arts I would have martial taken arts, Andy as it's yeah. the first one to ease you in thank you very um, much very generous Molly McElwee the journalist from the Telegraph joined us oh, yeah. tell us about a piece that she wrote about what last week <laughs> god it was interesting too it was an interesting chat Molly, wasn't it? I remember yeah. the chat with her good chat good very chat. Inter- I do but I do <laughs> he remember talking, talking to her but there was the talking point was about what um, it was a kind of a, a whole study of something in women's sport. That should help. Women's me. sport, women's, women's. <sighs> I'd say injuries, but it's not. The it right. was kits, Andy. Oh, kits. <laughs> we spoke to we spoke to Peter Farrow from Farrow and Farrow, the estate agents. Yeah. Uh, what was he trying to sell? A football ground. A football ground. That's right. Edenfield FC. Um, Marley. Chris Devine joined us. He's a Stoke fan. He's running a marathon for every win by which team? Wigan. Wigan. Oh, I see. You're on fire now. Oh. And uh, <laughs> we spoke to the crew captain last week who finally got his hair cut. What's his name? Yeah, good question. Oh, oh <laughs> NG. That's right, yeah. yeah. I can't remember his first name. Perry NG. Perry NG. So really, it was just kids. Oh. Oh, that was kit. close. It nearly swore. <laughs> oh, kit, he says. Just about recovered. Oh, okay. That was one of my better efforts. It was. It was That was borderline exciting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ish. 
Now that's nearly it for another podcast. What about my second rant? Oh, yeah. Back to Sagas now. Time for his second rant, this time on VAR. But here's a way. Can't somebody get a microchip into the back of everybody's boots so that the one that's nearest the goal what? on an offside decision... What about the front of the boot? It goes... Well, it doesn't... Well, either, well, either side of the boot. Any, you know, I mean, I put a chip in the back of the dog at home and go around the world with him now. I mean, surely we can find a little microchip that then goes beep, beep, beep. It's the, it's, that's, the, that's the nearest piece to the goal. He's offside or beep, beep, beep. They are developing it's technology. A goal. There you go, Mark Saggers, talking about chips in your boots. Reminds me of waking up on a Saturday morning after a big Friday night out in Ilford when I was 19. Going to Fifth Avenue. Yeah, that genuinely was the name of the nightclub. In fact, one New Year's Eve, I actually went there in white trousers and a paisley waistcoat. Yeah, come home on my own that night. Much like all the other nights I went out. Anyway, enough about me and the sad times I had as a teenager growing up in Ilford. Time for the best bits of Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar. Ah, happier times. Do you know what, Steve? I think there's nothing to worry about. You you have to get on with your neighbours, you know, especially when you're living in a flat. Exactly. Okay? Well, you You've know, I've had to. trouble with neighbours in the past, Chase. Yeah, yeah. uh, you're a troublemaker, yeah, Steve. Um, Sounds to me like you you're do. a little bit of a yeah. troublemaker, if I'm honest. You, you've fallen out with neighbours in the past? Well, only because they've fallen out with me, you right. know. Um, but, I've looked around various horrible people in the, in the past and, right. uh, yeah, just need a bit of advice. What would they, what would they say? What would they say about you? I mean, you know, you've fallen out with other neighbours before? Well, they were calling me all sorts of names and I don't know you know, so-and-so and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah. Can I give you some advice? Go on, mate. Right. I think everybody needs good neighbours. Exactly, yeah, we all do, yeah. yeah. And I think they've got to have a little understanding. Yeah, because my lifestyle is quite different to theirs. I mean, I, I go out a lot and they, they never leave the flat. Um, they sort of just stay there all the time. And uh, no, no, maybe I should take you, some... You know what you should do, of, um, Steve? You know what you should do? Go on, mate, yeah, go on. Steve, maybe just a friendly wave each morning and it... And it helps to yeah, make well, helps to make a them, better day. Yeah. Helps yeah. to make a better day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I should do. Yeah, and with well, listen, with a little understanding, you can find that perfect blend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, my, my lifestyle is quite different to theirs. I like my rock and roll. I've got my records and all that kind of stuff, and that's that's quite normal, really, isn't it? But um, yeah. yeah, they obviously don't do that, and uh, they go to bed at ten o'clock. And listen, my advice would be: you need to get to know each other, right? Next yeah. door. Is only a footstep away. Well, they're downstairs, downstairs rather. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. a footstep down the stairs. And then, do you know what? That's when good neighbours can become good, good friends. friends. Yeah. That's good advice, Chase. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Is that all right? Cheers. Does that help you, Steve? Absolutely, mate. Thank you. Thanks, lads. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. We're we're here to help. So. Little friendly wave. Yeah. All right, Steve. Appreciate that. Thank yeah. you very no much. Problem. Let's let's know how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will do. Yeah. Of course, we'll. Yeah. All, all right. right. Good luck with that, Cheers, Steve. Lads. Good night. Cheers. How nice was that? Helping out, Steve? Yeah, no, fair enough, mate. I think we did that in the end, didn't we? I think some people got that. Well, that's nearly it for another podcasty thing. A reminder, if you're not subscribed already, do so via Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
Right, before I go, let me tell you about two big dates to put in your diary. Of course, not many people have diaries nowadays. They put notes in their phone, which is quite annoying if you want to lie and say, oh, sorry, mate, I forgot, I didn't look in my diary, where they go, well, you, it's on your phone, it comes up as a reminder, you go, oh, yeah, and then you do have to end up taking your five-year-old swimming, which is just horrific, because there's all other kids screaming and then weeing in the pool, and you just have to stand there, and it's just, why do the kids wear nappies in pools? Like, that's going to stop wee-wee coming out. Anyway, can't believe I said wee-wee. Here are the dates you need to know about tonight from 745 it's Aston Villa against Leicester. It's the Campbell Cup semi-final. It's the second leg. It's nicely poised. It's 1-1 at the moment. And, of course, Mark Saggers presents from Villa Park. I said, of course, you wouldn't have known that. So it's not, of course, unless you did know that. And if you didn't, well, he does, and I've told you now. So now it is, of course, Mark Saggers presents from Villa Park. Commentary from Jim Proudfoot and Dean Ashton. And around the grounds, a championship special. No one really cares about that. From 7pm on TalkSport 2, which, of course, will be updates of all the night's fixtures in the championship from around the grounds. I mean, it's quite self-explanatory. He says it on the tin. Uh, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. I, of course, as I mentioned earlier on, and that isn't, of course, because I did tell you, so it should be in your memory bank, we'll be doing Drive later on today from 4pm with Danny Murphy. Unless, of course, you're listening to this on the way home from 7pm onwards and you're thinking, oh, I've missed Goldstein's show. But don't worry, because best bits of that show will be on the podcast tomorrow. So fear not. But make sure you tune in to my show that I'm not doing. Yep, got another one, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, tonight from 10 pm, where Adam Catman Catchall will be in the hot seat alongside Jason Cundy. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's a bit like when Lando Calrissian had to fly the Millennium Falcon. You've got Chewie next to him doing all the, but you know deep down, Lando's not as good at flying that as Hanzo. But then again, of course, you know, what happens if Darth Vader turns up for dinner and then Lando has no choice and he turns and he goes, I had no choice, he turned up before you. And then Han goes, Yeah, I'm sorry too. And then you Princess Leia puts her arm around and Chewie again does that and then he takes his gun out and he shoots him twice and then Darth puts his hand up and then he has to sit down. It all ends with like C-3PO being cut up into little pieces and then Chewie puts him back together and they fly off into the sunset. Anyway, it's a little bit like that but Jason Cundy plays the part of Chewie and Josh, of course, will be C-3PO and the only difference being I wouldn't bother putting Josh back together. Anyway, that's it for another podcasting thing. So, Thanks so much for listening. Have a good day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.